That's a classic open right there, bitches. What's going on, beautiful people? It is me, Black Zeus. We are back for another episode of Black Zeus, the podcast, season four, episode seven, in the studio with my boy, Dante. Yo, yo, I swear you blow niggas' speakers out every week, dog. Yo, dog, yo, what's going on, fam? I did not do crack. Uh, if you're watching the the video podcast on YouTube, I'm really jittery, bro. Like, and we were just talking for a couple hours. I was not this hype. Damn, that's not good energy. That's that good. Is that is that good energy blue? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> Bro, I swear I'm not on meth. Uh, what did I say before? Crack? Now I said meth? Well, I'm not on any of those things. I barely even smoke weed today. I think, you know, I hung out with family. I'm hanging out with family again, extended family. Uh, Dante, how you doing, bro? You know how I'm doing. I'm blessed and highly favored today. Hey, you know, I don't think I asked you that last week or the week before now that I think about it. Yeah, you did. I did? Yeah, because you always ask me. Well, guess what? I am on crack and meth. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my memory, my memory is gone there, Captain. Um, uh, yeah, I'm totally not sick anymore either. I could tell because I've done eight voices and mm. we've been recording for eight seconds. My, my... Everything is fine there, Captain. Um, yo, shout outs to anybody who's new listening to the podcast this week. Uh, we had uh, a spike uh, last week. It turns out, anytime you mention Patrice O'Neill, George Carlin, or Paul Mooney on the internet in this, uh, what, what, what should we call it? This woke age? In the woke age? Yeah. People, people era. tune in. Woke yeah. Um, so, salutes to all the people that are into the truth tellers. These niggas are always represented on this set. Here's Carlin right here and Mr. Patrice right there. Now, let me tell you, uh, actually, bro, we might as well get right into the episode this week. I, I had, so, you know, I've been talking about, like, my influences have been, like, um, I've been influenced, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's finally, like, seeped all the way into, into my work. Like, my, I think I've, gotten very comfortable and and understand how to bring my out there thoughts to the stage without being because i'm not i don't know my personality is not really like the confrontational you know what i mean mm -hmm. ah, you know i might have to take that back i'm pretty no but i get what you're trying to say i'm like a fun like my the what a, your immediate take of me is usually in the from what i take from audiences because i get away with saying some outlandish shit but it's my per yes, yes. But my personality carries me to that place, yeah, yeah. and I think my audiences can tell that I'm not like mean spirited or, or I don't know. It just comes across in my personality, you know. So I've been I've been stretching the limits of that, and as I've been talking a lot more openly on the podcast, it's been reflecting on stage. I had an amazing show. I'm back, baby, at the corner. Uh, salutes to my home club. I miss you. I love you. Um, and I'll just be better at at, at booking you. <laughs> I took some time away from the big city. I, I was doing a lot more shows outside of Toronto. Because um, they pay more. 
<laughs> I swear to God, meth-free, crack-free episode. I promise you. This is healthy, Zeus. Guys. This is healthy. Well, I've been healthy, Zeus. I think I'm just not jaded, Zeus, this week. Okay. I've been a little jaded. Mm. You know, you could tell. I'm just... Bro, how many videos do I need to release where I'm like, yo, the industry is shit. Stop making me try to make memes, man. Fuck you. Fuck. Not putting on a dress. You know, so, like, I... <laughs> um, I think I'm back to a healthy mixture of uh, jovial. That's a good word. And, you don't and really hear that a lot. No, you don't. Especially crossed with uh, militant. <laughs> I'm a jovial militant. Can you write that down? That is the episode title 100%, bro. <laughs> that is the perfect description of who I am. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I had a, a show at the corner on the weekend. I hosted, actually. And... Um, Yo, this is, I don't know. I think I've, I don't even know how I want to describe this or what I'm trying to describe exactly. First, let me start off with the mentality that I went in with because I went in as a host, which freed me up even more so to just experiment with my new thoughts, my new stage thoughts, you know, and, uh, and how to tweak my stage personality and all that shit. Because if I was going in to do a straight set, especially it's showcase season right now, and I have a showcase coming up, I kind of want to hone in on some specific jokes, so I might not be straying too far from like my set list. But going in as a host, I have one job and one job only. Well, two jobs. A, make sure the crowd has an amazing experience, and set the comics up to have a really great set, which everybody fucking smashed. Shoutouts to Max Sheldrick, uh, Amy Cunningham, and my guy Nick Reynolds and Nikki. Uh, really, really fun lineup. Uh, Max is just fucking crushing it. And I know he has a showcase coming up. I wish you the best of luck, my man. Um, so, and, and <laughs> it's funny cause he's been seeing me lately. Uh, like Max has been seeing, uh, my, my content, quote unquote. He's, he's like, obviously I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting militant vocally online and shit. So we were like joking before, before, uh, the show started and, uh, and he was telling me how he was prepping for his showcase. I'm like, so you want me to like bring you up strong? <laughs> and we just—he's like, actually, if you could tank it as much as you possibly can for me. And I even brought this up on stage. I'm like, tonight, I'm just the guy you fuck with. I'm gonna be fucking with you and setting up the comics to have the best night possible, uh, except for the first comic. And I just started shitting on Max. It was so funny, bro. But then even when I brought him up, I I I did set him up. Yeah. Um, and not setting him up, I set him up pretty well, and he had a pretty good set. I was myself, but during <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what's wrong with me, bro. During the set, or I guess hosting, I don't even like calling them sets, but um, not no, wait, I gotta, I don't, not that I don't like calling comedy sets sets. The set is a set, but when you're hosting, to me, that's a different. Sure, it's a set, but is this is too inside baseball? But this is what this podcast is. Uh, it's purely comedy. So if you're into comedy, you're in the right place. If you're not, get the fuck out. What the fuck are you fucking doing? I know I've been really militant lately, and maybe you haven't been hearing me do voices. Is that what you fucking want? Huh? You want to do voices? Is that what comedy is to you? Just fucking voices? 
anybody who watches that probably thinks I'm a shit ass comedian. Imagine that's the only clip that they see of me. Like, I will never see this guy live. And that's your fucking loss, pal. You fucking loser. <laughs> I don't know what's going on to me. Um, so in the middle of uh in the middle of this hosting gig, I start channeling a little Mooney energy, some Paul Mooney energy, and um I forget how I got into it exactly, but it came up. I was talking to a guy in the crowd, and I asked him where he's from, and he's like, "I'm from Poland or whatever." He's like, "Oh, I'm actually I'm 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 from Greece." And that's when I'd be like, "I'm from Greece. I'm an exotic black." Da 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 da. This and that generic shit. But then I get into the meat of it. I'm like, I know you're the wrong guy to ask because you're Polish. Um, but, but and I pretty much like I boiled all of Ukraine's racism down to this one Polish guy, bro. Just because I explained it's like, look, I'm Greek, so I know that I know Europe. I know this part of the world a little bit. So just tell me, is it as racist as they say? And I know you're the wrong guy to ask this. Uh, but, you know, like they were asking me for my money at the grocery stores at the beginning of this shit. I actually started. That's how I started. I asked him if he has any black friends in Poland. He's like, I have two. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he wasn't lying, too, because usually people will say one. He had to. And, I, and, you know, I asked him about it. He knew their birth dates. So I'm like, yo, th that's kind of weird, but, you know, good on you, bro, because you've been grilled by black men before, it sounds like. <laughs> He's, yes, I have two black friends. Their names are. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this nigga German? <laughs> what? Um, I know the Germans were in Jindobri, uh, uh, you know I don't have it. Conrad, uh, my name is Conrad. Jindobri. Any Polish people? No, Probably not. Black. <laughs> Wait, really? The comedian one. I Wait. Don't know him personally, but say that again. The comedian Conrad. Oh, the only Conrad that you know is oh yeah Nigerian. Yeah. You've never met. Have you ever met a Polish person? I know Polish people. All right, now we sound like white people. I, I have a black friend, I swear, both of us. Are just, I have a Polish friend. No, I'm really, we're really close with the Polish like, family. Like, hey, Jin Dobre. Yeah, there's this one dish that they have. It's so good. What is it? Pierogies? No, it's like sausage, beets, potatoes mixed in like this. That sounds Polish pot. as hell, dog. We like slow cook it because we like went camping with them like out in the woods and stuff. So like, bro. Salute to Poland, bro. Shout out to the... Do you say Polskis? Or is that like derogatory? Polak. I think Polak is for sure derogatory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, with this episode got flagged. Um, so I'm talking to this Polish guy, asking me if he has black friends, and that's he's like, I have two, and that's when I start channeling the Mooney. Cause I know regionally Ukraine and Poland are right there together. And um and actually I think a lot of them went into Pol Poland during the Ukrainian, like during this war that's happening, war quote unquote. Um so I asked him, I'm like, I know you're the wrong person to, to boil all of Ukraine's racism down to. But at the beginning of this Ukraine thing, uh, when they were asking me for money at the grocery store, which is cool, which is cool. Uh, but why, when I was watching people trying to escape from there, they weren't letting black people on trains and the whole crowd starts to go. I just, I just turned my head. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> like, I tell them I'll just shut their mouth. And I rode through that moment with this guy and it was so organic and it was just, like, it was exactly what I feel like I'm moving towards, bro. We, it was a room full of people talking about some active real shit in a very funny way, but in a, in a connective, yeah. like, in a connecting way. It was like, I was able to, like, 
I really have found the line. I, like, I can ride the line well of militant and goofy, man. Like, I can, I can say some real shit within my character because this is who I am naturally. You know what I mean? But, like, physically. But mentally, I'm very much, mm, yes, my nigga. What's the... <laughs> you know what, though? I, I, I don't want to... I, I don't want to uh, misrepresent myself either because I am very goofy. You know, so like us. Exactly, bro. <laughs> but a lot of my thoughts are pre- more mostly preoccupied in in the background by more serious thinking. Yeah. That's like what drives me is like serious thinking through life. Just I, I'm very philosophical about shit. I I, I observe a lot, mm-hmm. and and even when I perceivably am am being just goofy or whatever, there's something's going on. You know, this is the mind of a mad. This is my mind of a madman. Madman. Uh, <laughs> Um, so yeah, it was, it was just an amazing moment where I was able to somehow get this Polish guy to to take the brunt of the, the the racism of the Ukrainians at the beginning of this war and had a whole room of people just laughing and, and I become really good because that's not the first time I get those like, um, butt clenching moments. That's, I, I always tell the crowd, stop, like unclench your ass right now because like, there's no need for that. And, uh, I think... I think I really caught on to that maybe like four months ago. I was doing this show, random little white town out of out like outside of Toronto. Um, not really like you get there; it's at a brewery. Doesn't really seem like a, like a woke type environment until like I look up and there's like a big uh, like gay right like gay and trans flag in the in the ceiling. But like you, the town that you're in, you think you're in a redneck town. You know what I mean? So I played on that. And then I'll, I'll like in the middle or towards the end of my set and I'm having a great set and I'm talking about everything. I'm making fun of myself. I'm making fun of everybody, all races, whatever the fuck. And then I make this one. It, it's not even like a, it's a matrix joke, but like the way I go into it is like with the Wachowski brothers and the Wachowski, like how they, they transition into the Wachowski sisters. And, um, Having said all the outlandish shit that I had up until that point and everybody laughing and especially me making fun of myself and everybody laughing, like this joke isn't. I test these. Pla- I test these jokes. I've done them. In, I, I've done them in front of gay crowds. Like literally, I've, there's this place called Mandy's Bistro in Toronto. Uh, it's like a a gay eatery or whatever, um, and they do shows there. I test the show there. I test it in front of gay comics and all that stuff. You know, like I, I'm not going up there to be insensitive or to just say some random shit. I'm trying to. I have points to make, and I've figured out that I can make them poignantly, but also hilariously. So I've tested this Matrix joke out a lot, and it like it's one of my favorites, and it, it does really well, and it makes you think, which is like all it ticks all those boxes for me. So I do it at this place, and literally the whole crowd, all like only white people, like woke quote unquote, you know what I mean? Like they got that, and they're like, oh, oh, oh. they all start groaning. And I was, I was so pissed, bro. I'm like, there's no fucking way you just did that. It's like, there's no, and I, I went in on them to like, not, I didn't scold them, but I'm like, let's, let's fucking pause here for a minute. Cause we've all, everybody in this room has been laughing at everything and everyone. Like don't fucking, um, what's a, Isaac Hayes me right now. You know what I mean? Chef from, from South Park. Remember Chef? The character? I do remember Chef. I didn't watch too much South Park. All right, fair enough. So the thing is that Chef, like uh, Isaac Hayes was the character or the voice actor for Chef. 
on South Park in that in its heyday, like when it first was really, really popular and when I was growing up, super controversial, all that shit. They made fun of everybody. Christianity, uh, Jews, Islam, Islam, bro, everything. And then they do an episode about Scientology, and Isaac Hayes is a Scientologist, and he said, fuck this, bro. You guys are fucking crossing the line. You can't be talking about this. And he quit. And the way they killed off the character chef is mwah, just mwah. They, they, they took all the recorded dialogue and made new, like they made one final chef episode where he didn't voice it. It's just all clips of like his previous voice recordings and it worked, but they turned him into like Darth Vader and shit. Like they killed him off, bro. They killed him off. It's so genius. Um, but it felt like that. Okay. I'm like, you're with me until, but like, I don't even, I, there's no way a hundred percent of this room is fucking gay or trans or anybody. So how are all of you all of a sudden in unison? Is it because you got this flag about like, are you trying like, you just, you just sat there and watched me make fun of myself, make fun of every race, religion, you know what I mean? Yeah. Come and did and and this is the point where I got them. I'm like, did anybody sense any hate in anything that I've said so far tonight, bro? By the end of whatever the fuck I was saying, they gave me an applause break. Like they they like some of the people like stood up. So it's like that, bro. I'm not like that. Let's fucking be human again, please, for the love of God. Like we're at a comedy show. I'm not an insensitive prick. You know what I mean? Like. Like, I don't know how you can look at anybody ethnic, especially, and think that they're going to be up here to fucking just, I don't know. Um, well, I can't say that, though, because, like, racism has no color. Like, or, or like, not racism, um, ignorance. Ignorance has no color. That's what I'm... Yeah, but I, not racist, but I meant, like, just, like, discriminatory, or whatever it may be. Because I have seen comics actually be just trying to be offensive and all that shit. Like, that does exist. But the thing that I got them on was, like, this is 20 minutes into a 30-minute set. At this point, you know I'm not a bad guy. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I, I, at this point, you know I'm not just saying shit just to fucking, like, like twist the knife. Yeah, like, I already got you. Actually, that's hilarious because I did film that set. And, um... And, uh, yeah, bro. I'm fucking... I'm, I'm in... I'm not even in a pocket, bro. Like, I'm in space swimming. Like... I feel like I'm in a galaxy of my own right now. I compare myself to no one as I as I'm inspired by others. I do not compare I I don't use any of their material. When I say I'm inspired by them or like I'm channeling them, it's literally like their essence, their spirit, the fucking like the truth telling shit, which is what I grew up on, which is how I grew up mentally. So it's like why should that not reflect which it is fully. I'm actually going to release a clip on my Instagram. By the time this is up, this episode is released. Uh, it should probably be my newest clip on my Instagram. Um, I don't have a TikTok. I'm sorry if you guys are trying to find me on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok. Um, <laughs> I cannot. Note to self, don't make eye contact with anybody after doing that. Uh, <laughs> that stare was just long enough to be uncomfortable. Um <laughs> Um, but yeah, fuck it. That's the show recap this week. Let's get into the, the weekly poll results. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you are new to the podcast every month, every Monday, every Monday, let me, let me, let me fresh take fresh take. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are new to black Zeus, the podcast every Monday on my Instagram, social media feed on my story feed, per, 
uh, fuck. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you are new to Black Suits, the podcast, every Monday on my Instagram story feed, I post an interactive poll question. I leave it up for 24 hours, so all Monday, and I uh, we discuss the results. I almost fucked it up. We discuss the results right here on the podcast every Wednesday, and the cycle repeats anew on Monday. Uh, so make sure you're following me, aka Black Zeus, on Instagram. It scrolls by at the bottom of the screen every couple minutes here. If you are watching, if you are listening, once again, that is aka B-L-A-C-K-Z-E-U-S on Instagram and all social media feeds. This week's poll question. Um, can you pull it up for me, actually, on the screen, please, and thank you? you. You can drag it right over the game. Fuck the game, Nick. Fuck the game, Nick. Uh, this week's poll question. Are you more introverted or extroverted? Uh, first of all, how do you answer that? Okay. <clears throat> I don't box myself with nothing. This is not good. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have to do the neck? The neck to his... Because that's how I... Anyways. Um, <laughs> like... Oh, you're thinking right now. I'm thinking because this is the thing. I don't... I'm both. Like, I, most of the time I'm by myself anyways. You know what I mean? But I'm also okay with being with people. So, like, am I introverted? Am I more inclined to be by myself? Or is that just how... Just how you naturally are. I naturally am, right? Because I don't mind being out with people. Like, I don't really get... I'm going to force you to pick one. Because that's... I do these polls specifically like to force, to to force you to pick because I I was thinking about doing three options for this because mm-hmm. technically I am the same. Yeah, I'm 100%. I ride the line and I actually I've become very comfortable at just moving the dial on my that's, own. That's what I'm saying. Right? Now, I still think I lean more towards one than the other. This, so this is my next point. Majority of the time. I'm, I would say I'm introverted because majority of the time I'm not out with people, if that makes sense. So I would ask you based more on how you personally feel versus how you spend your time. Because if that's just uh, a byproduct of like location, like you're a little further away from your homies or whatever, like mm-hmm. so you have to travel and all that stuff, like that probably plays a factor. But if you would prefer to be out, or in an but extroverted. That's, that's what I'm saying, if I think so, if I was if I was a more extroverted person, you would just naturally be out there. I would have been out there. You that know makes what sense. I mean? So, I would say most of the time I'm introverted, right? Just because I'm like that. But you know, yeah, I would I, I would say I would lean more introverted than extroverted. But like I said, I'm not really afraid of talking to people. Like, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Like, <laughs> You know, I'll go and do stuff. Like, I don't mind dancing in front of other people. Like, I know people have that, like, weird sort of fear of, like, dancing in front of people or whatever. Yeah. I don't really care about that. I'll go up on stage like a... <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I, I get that. I think, honestly, it even blows my mind to say this, but where I am currently in life, I think I lean more towards introvert, mm-hmm. even though I actually very much prefer... Like, I really do prefer to be extroverted... For whatever reason, at this stage, in, not for whatever reason, I've been getting heavy into just gnosis, bro. Yeah. I've been, like, studying, this bro. I've been studying life and all this shit. Inward Correct. Yeah. But I still don't feel like I'm introverted That's because of I'm it. Saying. But I am a little more isolated because I want to be spending 
my time learning specific things yeah. about myself, about life, about whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like growing up, I moved a lot and all that shit, and it was sink or swim mentally. I think that's what that's how I, I grasped it. It's I'm not I'm not I wasn't a loner, yeah. so I wasn't gonna go be by myself. So growing up, up until like the end of high school, I was the most extroverted, and then college time. I start reflecting inwards a little more and then I start put like kicking people out of my life that don't need to be there and just start figuring my shit out properly. And then I start becoming more introverted. Then I start comedy and I'm in my introverted phase figuring my shit out. And uh and comedy, like I I gotta bring my, I I actually had to bring my extrovert back out yeah. after I had suppressed it. And I wasn't really looking to do that at that time, but I I found comedy. I found the thing. So at that point, like nothing was not worth it to me, you know? Like, oh, I, it's not like I didn't even like being extroverted. I just, I knew that I was at a time and place in my life then that I need to just focus on myself and kind of separate from what I perceived to be friends, yeah. which turned out to be acquaintances. And I went through all that. And then because of comedy, I had to find a way to just like, well, I'm at a club. I'm extroverted right now. Yep. I'm I'm not at the club. Boop. And and now I just like, like comfortably wherever I am. Trying to be extroverted, but you're by yourself all the time. Like, but actually, sometimes I am extroverted by myself. Like, and what I mean by that is, like you, you're. I'm bouncy. Person. I'm energy. Yeah. Like I I treat I treat myself as if I'm in the company of others and I have fun. So then, would that mean that you're more extroverted then? Uh, no, because that's not all the time. Like typically, when I am by myself, okay. like especially right now. I'm like studying, bro. I'm, I'm reading, or or I'm watching a dot, like a you know, yeah, um, yeah, correct. Or I'm editing or some shit. Yeah. So it's all, I don't know, man. I I feel like I have a very beautiful balance mm. of this shit. And truly, I have to go with my my own rules. So I, I will say introvert on this one, which is crazy. Yeah. But the truth is that I'm right in the middle. There isn't like there, I'm a vert, bro. I'm just vert. Yeah, you're ambivert. <laughs> I'm ambivert, nigga. I'm, the knob is broken at this point. So it's just like, it just constantly spins. And I just like, can stop it telepathically. Well, maybe it's not really a knob. It's more of a pendulum. Yo, I'm actually, um, I'm, 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 I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fluid vert. Um, <laughs> damn, that's a really good. Episode title also fluid vert. That's gross. Um, no, maybe not a good title episode. But I will maybe make that the poll video episode fluid vert. Um, but yeah, let's actually get to the people's results because uh, this is <laughs> I, I forgot we didn't even do the results. <laughs> we just, uh, ladies and gentlemen, what did the people say? Drum roll, please. The results are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's all good. Uh, most people are introverted, which not by much. Fifty-seven percent to forty-three percent, introvert versus extrovert. Um, so it looks like the people are the same. Uh, obviously, I'm sure a lot of them are just straight introverts, like, yeah. um, or maybe not. Maybe this would have been a good one to give three choices on, ride the line, but Be the thing is. I don't think it's so binary. That's the issue. I don't think it's you're either introverted or extroverted, right? Because it's situational. It's so situational. Or even like emotional state. Like there's a lot of factors. Yeah. 
and it, it, you know you switch like you said though when you're on but i i i know that i switch because i've had very unique life circumstance i don't think everybody has that like i know straight up introverts but also i know straight up extroverts right. that don't ride the line type but, deal but that's what i'm saying so you have to be able to factor in those people that are riding the line you know mm. what i mean and because i'm sure there's quite a bit of people that are like that so. i'm fluid bro i'm fluid vert i'm fluid vert yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right man life is pretty good bro when we could just say dumb shit like that um brings us to a new segment on the podcast uh we you know this world is fucking wild uh we we obviously know that there's a lot of crazy shit happening and i think it's time that we we find a moment on each episode to to highlight some of that craziness in a new segment that we're dubbing Dante's Inferno, 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 Inferno. <laughs> uh, so my boy Dante here will bring up some wacky, goofy, philosophical, whatever the fuck, something that is in the popular, the zeitgeist uh, for the week. And uh, we'll bring it up every once in a while or maybe even weekly, discuss it and give you guys something more topical. Um to get into uh we will end this episode with uh a ufc recap so if you guys aren't into that this will be the last thing that you you will be into and then we'll get into a nice recap of ufc 286 spoiler alert kamaru usman lost again all right i i guess i should say leon edwards won again kind of respect the champ on that one um but yeah this week's this week's article what do you got Ben spends 15k on high tech dog costumes to fulfill his life. <laughs> now we did, we did, we did talk about this one a little bit. I, I remember I was briefly talking about this. This shit makes me sick. First of all, um, like the picture on the right here. So for for those of you that aren't watching but are listening, uh, can you click dismiss on that for me for a second and just scroll up? Okay. So this is this is the article headline. Man spends 15,000 on high-tech dog costume to fulfill his lifelong dream. And if you like just google this, it's a New York Post article. You it's there's probably tons of articles on it, but the picture that they show, first of all, that looks like a fucking dog. It does look like Like a dog. on the right on the left, it does, but it doesn't. Like, something's on, on off. On the left, if you're, like, five meters away, it still looks like a dog. Okay, if you're... Yeah, okay, fair enough. Even to me right now, it still kind of looks like a dog. You know where it fucks up is those feet. Like, nigga, that's hands, bro. <laughs> like, like, why is that dog wearing UFC gloves? Like... <laughs> Yo, people make me sick, but I can't judge. <laughs> Yo, but for real, I'm not supposed to judge. So what, what am I supposed to do here? You walk down the street and you see this. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, are they walking on? All, scroll down for a second because I remember there's another picture to this, which is a fucking amazing, bro. Wait, yeah, there's a video. Oh my god, yeah, click it. Full screen this, please. That's. Oh, look at this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he fell back like a dog. <laughs> all right, all right. Let let me be serious. Do you think he's fucking? You think he's like drinking off in that thing? 
You gotta let that keep playing. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Yo, get this nigga some kibbles and bits, bro. This is... What's crazy is like he does seem to have the manners. the dog movements down, bro. He seems to be pretty good at it, you know. Like you've ever seen those guys that um do the bow cap for the Planet of the Apes? Yeah, like uh Andy Circus or whatever the bro. fuck. That guy from Lord of Gollum. Yeah. Look at me, bro. Why does he roll over like that? <laughs> Watch a human walk in the room and just start sniffing their ass. Ew, did you see the way he moved the mouth a little bit? This nigga is... Look at the back legs, bro. Look at the back legs. That is hilarious. That is a rubber chicken leg, bro. No. You know what's crazy, though, is the fur actually looks so realistic. That is a dog. That's free. Don't wave at me, nigga. I don't know where his body is in the costume. Like, it's, I can't tell. No, the this where it breaks for me is like the the arms and legs. No, no, no. The mouth, the head actually is the most realistic looking part to me of the whole thing. But is his eyes like? Is, is are his eyes like in the eyes like here? Like where is he seeing out of? Uh, where is he? Like, I I would think. Is this his feet or is this feet like up here? No. So obviously he's on all fours. He's on all fours. So th like those would be his. Where are his knees? Huh. No, this might be a tiny Japanese man. <laughs> yeah. no, speaking of Japanese. Uh, this might be a tiny. The second part. Do you want to finish reading the article real quick? Uh, yo, do we even need to read the article? I want you to scroll. Okay, okay, yeah, I'll read a little bit. Uh, his nickname is Good Boy. You make me sick, bro. A Japanese man. <laughs> there it is. There it is, bro. A Japanese man. Who else would it be, nigga? A black man? Actually, to be fair, what when the, I was just talking to my homie about this today. You remember the DC sniper? Like this is like like two thousands, the Washington DC sniper. You know how shocked I was to find out that that was a black guy, oh. and he was training like that little that little black kid, and they were like hanging like camping out. It was like a week long thing or two weeks or whatever. They were terrorizing people in Washington DC, just sniping people out of the back of their car. It was a black guy. That is such a white guy crime, bro. I was shook. But this, you see, you see, fifteen thousand spent on a realistic dog costume. Your mind immediately goes Japanese. Do you think he can stand up regularly in this thing, or does he have to be on all fours at all times? Like if he does the if he does the a dog on hind legs type deal but, when they're begging when they're begging. No, I mean, like, can he just stand up and like, <laughs> like just walk away? Yo, this guy gets <laughs> this guy gets no pussy, bro. That's crazy. He probably goes to the bar in this. Well, here's four plays just sniffing your ass, your crotch. All right, let's read a little bit of this. Hold on, he might not get pussy, but he gets mad bitches. Oh, that was that's that's just that's clean, bro. That was. Good. <laughs> you remember those meme niggas? Uh, ah, 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 ah. Um. All right. His nickname is Good Boy. A Japanese man is going viral after spending more than $15,000 on a hyper-realistic costume so he could fulfill his lifelong dream of becoming a dog. I love that they even broke that off from the sentence. A clip of the man masquerading as Lassie has racked up more than 600,000 YouTube views. God damn it, nigga. I got... That's what I got to do, bro? I got to get in a dog costume for you to watch this podcast? It makes me sick. To be fair, though, I am one of those 600,000 views. <laughs> Oh, this is a quote from him. I made it a collie because it looks real when I put it on. This guy is sick. This man is sick. Well, he researched, like, so he probably actually wanted a bulldog outfit or something, but he's like, it doesn't look good. It doesn't, yeah, it does not look realistic. 
imagine having like a, a, like a bulldog, but it has to be like five nine and like five seven. <laughs> the collie was perfect for my short Japanese knees. <laughs> yeah, this is great. This is a good. This is a good introductory to Dante's Inferno. This is like, oh yes, we haven't even seen the picture. See, look how look how look at that. Look how warped that front the front feet are. That's fucked up. That's not dog feet. That's a, that's hands. That's hands in a glove. That's hands in a glove. That's what fucks it up for me. But the back legs. But where are his back legs? That's a, you're right. These don't look like dog. These don't look like human feet. Sorry. They look like tiny. You think it's like stilts? You think it's like little? I don't know. That's the photo. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that picture. That's niggas' hands, bro. (laughs) Nigga looks like the Hulk, bro. Wait, go back to that last photo. Yo, human beings are sick, bro. We really like. We really ran out of shit to do. God bless this man, though. Don't let me bully him. Um, he's living his best life. Oh my god. I wanted to just add this little section on top of it here. <laughs> Wait, all right, let's read this. Part time cat at Namba Murai, Osaka, Japan. All right, this is, this is, oh my god. This, so this, this is, is like another one of those crazy costumes. This is an actual employee at a store. She's handling money. How does this person see? Oh, through the eyes? I don't know. This is just straight up a fake cat costume, but like it's it, it's more detailed than it needs to. <laughs> Maybe if this person committed and laid down like in the cat poses yeah. and shit, because that other guy studied collies. Yeah, so he's he's committed to being a dog. This person is just wearing the costume. Yo, imagine the the guy in the dog costume is going out for a walk, and then this girl's going out for a walk. It might is it even a girl? It is right. It said it was a female. Um, I don't know. It could be a dude, man. Yeah, we don't even know. It could be a dude. Imagine they're just going out. They start barking and fucking... They start scrapping in the middle of the street. Oh <laughs> they're sworn enemies. There's, there's some other stuff. Maybe they're both in Japan, bro. These are both these people in Japan. You have to see this. <laughs> I'll save the stuff that's going on in America for the next episode. Because that other stuff is... Anyway. All right. All right. Dante's Inferno, ladies and gentlemen. We'll, uh, we'll return next week. Um... Let's uh, let's end this show with a nice little uh, UFC 286 recap. We got the boy Dante in the studio, the ultimate. If you if like if you're trying to know about MMA, this is the guy to yes. listen to, yes. uh, or I guess other guys. But no, I'm the guy. <laughs> uh, Dante, what would you rate this event out of a five? In terms of what stars, the event overall, like pay per view, star power. No, no, no. In terms of like. How, How was it? Enjoy, yeah. Oh, it was really good. I really enjoyed it, actually. Like three star, four star, five star event. I'll give it a four, four point five. That's pretty damn good, man. Yeah. Uh, I for, for, especially for O2 Arena, right? Because they're in the UK, so the UK fans always add like. Were they louder for Patty? Probably. I feel like they were. Probably. Like I feel because I watched it and it was like. Is the UK? Is yeah, fair enough. All right, fair enough. <laughs> we're only gonna cheer so much for Leon. But to be fair, that boom headshot dead chant was going bonkers. Yeah. Um, what's it called? See, but that's the difference. There's Leon fans, and then there's fans of like a British athlete. If that makes sense. Mm, no, I see. Yeah, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. There's uh, discriminatory factors. Too, so. Discriminatory factors. <laughs> you know what though? I big ups to Leon yeah. for uh, bigging up uh, Jamaica more this time. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, I noticed he actually said that this time. I'm repping Jamaica too, man. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like, uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm right, bruv. <laughs> bruv, bruv. Uh, I completely forgot it was a UK event. Mm -hmm. So I tuned in <laughs> for, oh, yeah, right. for Raphael versus Gaethje. Yeah. I was so hyped, bro. Because, yeah. like, obviously, like, going into the event, that was the fight that I was most looking forward to. Yeah. Can I just get on record that um, you asked me who would win before the fight? And I told you. Yeah, you. Yeah. I just want that. You do that a lot, her. though. I know. And I don't know why I didn't no think to consult me. you. I didn't think to consult you because I did bet my homie on on the main event, and you know, I think I bet with my emotion, which is not how you're supposed to bet. I wanted, I wanted to see Kamaru get that fucking. But also, and uh, maybe I will stop watching Embedded so much, like mm -hmm. the, the preview series of Fight Week, because when I was watching that, it looked it looked to me like Leon was getting. Uh, like really into the love that he was receiving, you know, yeah. and almost like he was getting lost in it. That's what it appeared like. I was very wrong. Yeah, I was very wrong. That guy's very composed. <laughs> He's very composed. Like, and those, <clears throat> and he deserves that love that he was getting too. So I'm happy that he was enjoying it while still like fully who the fuck he is. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He stayed in there. He did really well. He was picking his shots. He stayed disciplined. Like that's the one thing you have to do when you're fighting Usman is like you have to stay super disciplined like you can't throw no spinning stuff no nothing like don't get too crazy because one mistake you can end up on the ground and you might end up on the ground for five minutes and then you just lost the round because you threw one spinning kick true you know what i mean so what was your fight of the night um i, I like the leon fight like i like that um gaichi fazib was really good um you know what I, yo i have the one i showed you that was a great I fight man i'm happy you showed me that um question though every once in a while they do a, a fight that's not title fight that's not co-main that that goes five rounds how do they come to those decisions they've done it like once or twice i know they don't do it all the time so no they and how the fuck do you not give gaichi and and rafael a five-round fight so they do that when it's a main event right so they might i know that but i've seen I swear there was a, a, I swear to God, no, I know I'm not wrong about this. There was at least one regular fight that got five rounds. I even remember watching the post fight and somebody asked him about it. A regular fight? A regular fight that went. Where? Was it in the UFC? Yeah, it was UFC. Was it recent? It was within the last four pay-per-views. Like maybe, maybe I'm wrong on, the, on that. But I 100%, I even vividly remember hearing Dana like talk about it. He was asked about it in one of the post-fight conferences. Um, oh, you might be thinking of... Um, was it Islam? No, it was... Was it like Ferguson Diaz or something like that where they made that like a five-round? Possibly. Like, I don't remember... My mistake is that I don't remember the fight. But most of the time, a five-round fight was only... At one time, it was only for championship fights. Mm -hmm. Then main and, events. And then they did main events and championship fights. I like that. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do a main event, yeah, especially, I, like... A main event should be fine. Some of these fight nights. Um, There's a good one coming up. I think Vera is fighting. I think Cheeto... Yeah, I think... Cheeto Sanhagen. Yo! Bruh. That's going to be war. I got Cheeto Vera. Cheeto Vera. I could just coming off the fucking last war that he was in. War with Dominic Cruz? Yeah. Wait. Uh... No, I'm confusing him with, um, oh my God, I always do this. Who did Moreno fight 
the trilogy in? Oh, Figueredo. Figueredo. Yeah. I always confuse Figueredo for... <laughs> Uh, which is really racist. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, um, I, 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 I apologize. But Cheeto's a fun fighter to watch. Yeah, he's a um, fighter to watch. So that's Sanhagen too. But I'm going. I'm going Cheeto on that one. I think Cheeto hits way harder. Than yeah. Sanhagen. Cleaner. He's probably more like efficient with his strikes. So he's got efficient hard strikes. Maybe on the grappling, Sanhagen might have a chance. Hmm. But good luck. <laughs> I'm excited to see what Moreno does next. Yeah, is he fighting? I think not. Fighting. Not soon. He just fought. Like he just he just did that quadrilogy. Yeah. What a ridiculous. <laughs> but it's the fight game. I guess you got to do stuff like that. Um. Yeah, I think that's a good place to end the. What a great show. I think I think we gave people a really good show. Um, if you're new to the podcast, thank you for being here. We're here every Wednesday. Uh, if you're not new to the podcast, you are the beautiful people of this podcast. Much love and respect to you. Thank you for supporting. Um, we are getting better with each episode. And we're getting more creative, too, actually. We just had a really good uh, creative meeting today. And I, I really like some of the ideas that uh, we're going to start implementing here. So, um... Exciting changes for the channel coming up. I feel confident in saying that, so I will say it. Exciting changes coming up for the podcast. <laughs> uh, but no, you beautiful people. Thank you so much. This has been Black Zeus, the podcast, season four, episode seven. Dante, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at person1prod, P-E-R-S-O-N, the number one, P-R-O-D. Send me a DM. AKA Black Zeus on all social media. Black Zeus the podcast on YouTube and all uh, streaming platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, all that good stuff. Here every Wednesday for you, the beautiful people. But until then, peace, peace.